Okay then, so welcoming back to Gromcast for the second time, uh, we Thank have you. Luke Williamson again. Uh, obviously we were going to be having a catch up post Lear Gang World Cup, but uh, you had a fairly yeah. good reason to not be at the Lear Gang World Cup, didn't you? I do, yeah. Um, yeah, so I suffered a concussion a few weeks back um, in Champery. Um I was there before, the, it was the weekend before Lear Gang World Cup. Um, had some stuff to test on the bike. Um, the parts actually didn't end up arriving, but I had some new brakes to try anyway. Uh-huh. So I was riding there on Sunday and had a crash and unfortunately hit my head and ended up in hospital uh, with a concussion. So you, oh, talk us through the crash, like what actually happens to... Uh... <laughs> See, this is the issue. With con- one of the, the issues with concussions, yeah, I don't really know. Um I think I went over the top of a corner um, and then landed in the next one by the sounds yep. of it. Um, I was riding with some guys, um, had my teammate Ryan there. Um, and then these two Swiss guys, Nils and Basil. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually staying with the raw engineer. So they were two of his mates. Yep. Um, he unfortunately had hurt himself the day before as well. So it wow. wasn't... Wasn't really going too well. Um, a good week all round then. Like. It wasn't ideal, no. Um, but yeah, from what I think, so Nils was following me. Um, I think it, from what from what he saw, it sounded like I went over the top of the corner and landed in the next. Um, gave my head a bit of a bang. Ooh. Cool. So after that then, because that was over in Chompery. Uh, yep. 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 Uh, I'm guessing that was pretty much a straight back home and start getting assessed in some way or what's the the process for dealing with this? So we went, we went straight to a Swiss hospital and Mm -hmm. then I think, so at this point I can't really remember a lot of what was going on. Um, But I think I went to one hospital and then got transferred to another one um, and they did all the scans and stuff, which was good. They were like super, super on it with all of that stuff um so yeah got sorted out in switzerland um and they gave us kind of an idea of what to do um i've had a concussion well i've had multiple concussions in the past so we've got an idea as well of what to do um so yeah um there was some kind of i did wonder whether you know we'd go to Lear Gang and watch and stuff, but I think that was quite... Um, Optimistic. That was quite quickly um, yeah. kind of dismissed because it would, you know, it's a big event, a lot of noise and stuff. It's yeah. not really... I'm not I'm not a great watcher, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to be doing it. It's yeah. not very fun when you're watching something that you want to be, really be doing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went back home and got some rest. Thing for it. So once you've got home, um, if you then got like with concussions, have you got like a recovery plan for it? Also, you've had this before. Yeah. So last time I had a concussion was in the UK. Um, so they gave us 
a leaflet that had um, kind of some guidance on it. Um, I think one of the main things is there's like a protocol. It's GRTP, I think, mm -hmm. um, graduated return to play. Yep. Um, and as part of that, I think there's like, um, so you start that when you start feeling better. Um, mm -hmm. So I think there's like 14 days of, um, you know, staying rested and stuff. And then after that, it kind of gradually um, ramps up until you can get back to your sport, basically. Yep. Um, I have to say, um, I've not got the sheet in front of me, so I can't remember the exact um, the exact way it works, but it's kind of like 14 days um, of, of rest, and then you've got like uh 48 hour blocks i think of um exercise that kind of ramps up so like the first 48 hour chunk is just like uh 10 to 15 minutes of cardio and then after that kind of ramps up and eventually uh you're back to back to a point where you can get into your sport but the other part of it is there's um you have to be feeling good to move on to the next stage so if yeah. you, I think if you, if you start feeling awful after one stage, you go back to the stage before and mm. start again. Um, so that's how they do that. That's kind of the main, one of the main protocols, I guess. And then cool. if you've got anything really serious, I guess you go back to the doctor. Yeah. So kind of from like the racer's perspective, does it feel like there's uh, more awareness and that, around concussions that are being dealt with better these days um so there seems uh, to be a lot more going on with it yeah i think awareness so. of the whole issue yeah so I've, i know there's been some going ons at the start of this year um particularly um i think it seems like all of a sudden there is more awareness but at the same time some of the goings on at the start of the year you know were kind of um in terms of things going in the right direction, perhaps um, not so great. Um, but then again, at least it's it's being recognised now. Um, yeah. And I think the fact that it's kind of been um, presented as a bad thing, um, you know, going back to riding straight after a head injury, um, yeah. I think that's a good thing now. Mm -hmm. I think if the, if the stigma um, can be changed, so there's a, a bad stigma about coming straight back after it, um, yeah. then that could turn it into a good thing because then people aren't going to want to do it. No. Um, so I think, yeah, the thing is, like, obviously we're a, an extreme sport um, and a lot of extreme sports athletes, I guess, are quite um, they're pretty tough and quite yeah. hardy. So they want to get straight back at it. And I think the issue is like a concussion, any head injury, it's not yeah. quite the same. It's like a, no. a broken bone. Like no, if, you, if you want to ride with a broken bone, then, you know, there's, there are risks involved. Like you might re-damage it or mm -hmm. cause worse injury or, you know, something like that. But um, yeah, it's just a different sort of, uh, yeah. sort of thing to a head injury, think, isn't it? I think yeah, with a head injury, I think also you've you've injured you've injured the bit that's making the decisions for you. 
So if you're trying to yeah. make a decision on whether it's safe for you to race a mountain bike down the side of a hill very fast, definitely, you know, yeah, not in the best place to do it. Um, there's been no. a really um, Andrew Needling on his Moving the Needle podcast. Um, I recommend anyone who wants to know about this sort of thing. He sat down with a guy who's guy from Scotland who's like the Crankworx kind of medical. Yeah, type dude. yeah. I started um, listening to that today. Actually, really good podcast. I think anyone who's kind of getting a bit more interested in this, or maybe just wants to hear a bit more about it, I'll definitely go and say give it a listen because it's a really interesting yeah. kind of behind the scenes and what they've got in place. And he's part of the thing for him was it's taking the decision away from the athletes themselves. It's kind of I think that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like so they don't have to, a they don't feel any pressure, and b they might not make a bad decision themselves. It's just taken that part out of it. Yeah, um, which is just better for everyone because no one wants to, no one wants someone to go down in a slope style comp and then come back to it trying to do all that stuff when they're not firing on all cylinders. It's um, no, and then like they were mentioning as well with the, the second hit stuff. I think that's the mm. that's the quite scary bit. I remember yeah. the time before when I had a concussion. I kind of looked looked up what was going on with that, and it was it was quite scary actually. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a big thing. Avoiding that that second hit too yeah. soon is is exactly. the one, isn't it? Which if you if you jump in the gun a bit is by going back too too quick is you're just yeah. raising the chance of that up considerably. Yeah, I mean I'm sure well you've been riding a while. I expect mm-hmm. um I guess back when you were a lot younger there was probably a quite a different view on it. Oh um, it's ridiculous. I remember people yeah. like yeah just like oh yeah i had a concussion in practice but i'm here in qualifying blah 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 it was just yeah different times back in the late 90s early noughties <laughs> yeah that's it indeed. um yeah just in general really not just like the mountain bike bubble yeah there's a lot i think there's a bit more of the kind of sort of dick swinging macho stuff with extreme sports but um yeah just general kind of society's actual choose towards stuff i certainly think just for athletes back then you probably didn't even probably wouldn't even call themselves athletes at the time it yeah it was almost like a badge of honor thing i think it's just that kind of shift away from being a oh, i'm a hero to actually i might be quite badly damaged do you mind if i just take five <laughs> it's not really yeah scary. that's it like that's the difference isn't it with the brain injuries and some other types of injuries yeah. um you know it's definitely not recommended to go and ride with like a, another sort of bad injury is it but um exactly your head controls your whole body doesn't it so exactly. um, and you only get one of them like yeah that's it that's that's mm. the main one isn't it if you if you mess you know something else up um a, you know uh if you've got just a, a limb fracture or something i guess you can kind of get away with it sometimes you know it's not not really the thing to do, but no, these top guys, the overalls and stuff, yeah. they want to they want to get it done, don't they? I know no, exactly. Last year, I think Bruni started the season with a broken foot or something, um, mm. and I think it was him that won the overall last year, wasn't it? So it was, um, yeah, yeah, kind of shows you, you can get away with it. Um, yeah, I think it's but yeah, with your, with your head, you don't take those risks, do you? It's just no. not. No, not sensible. Yeah, with like I don't know, like a lower leg or an arm or a wrist, you might, you know, you can probably get away with strapping it up and doing a few more pain That's it. Yeah, run, but not not recommended. Definitely, no, um, not uh, ideal. But uh, yeah, when it's when it's your head and that's controlling everything else, and um, and in terms of that, 
obviously your head is the bit that's controlling everything. If you've got like, there's no difference really between like the slope style guys mistiming a trick off something massive to somebody threading the needle through a wood section at, at race pace. There's no, you can't have those kind of margins for error. It just puts yeah, sure. everything at risk. And like we say, the second hit thing within that window after the first one, mm. you, know, you just can't be taking risks with that. So it's good to see. Nah things being treated a bit more sensible and uh, yeah i think i think you definitely see certain like different attitudes don't you um yeah and it's good that people are kind of some people now are just taking the view of just chill um mm. take the time off um yeah yeah you're not going to do yourself much good are you if you no, no it's interesting to see that finn went off with the red bull guys i think yeah, yeah, to get a real see where he's at kind of thing, and I'm not quite sure. Yeah, what's it's going good on with they've got those sort of facilities as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think yeah, a lot of the Red Bull guys are quite lucky. I don't, I don't know how like alone they are in that. I know also they get a very certain, well-funded support network, yeah, Red Bull sponsorship. Um, I don't know how much of that is available to or something similar to other races who are not Red Bull sponsored. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. No, but it's interesting to see how Reese Wilson's just said he's going to be sitting out kind of indefinitely because he's not quite yeah. right. And I don't know if that is a concussion-related thing or whether it's something else, but the fact that he's had mm. he's had a couple um, it seems yeah, to be I think kind of on the same page in terms of how... Yeah, you don't, don't want to make make the assumptions and, and tell the story for him, do you? But um, no. I, I think he's... He's a pretty sensible guy. He's quite clever. Um, I get the impression if he's not feeling right, he's you know he, he knocks it on the head, um, no, exactly, or or at least doesn't doesn't take the risks to go out there and do anything silly. Um, yeah. yeah, I think he seems like a pretty switched on switched on guy in terms of that sort of stuff. Yeah, good. So, um, how are you at? Where are you at now then? In your kind of coming back to. Um, I'm, I'm nearly there actually. Um, so yeah, uh, hoping end of this week, I might get back on the downhill bike. Um, most I've done in terms of getting on a bike is, so I've got on a Watt bike and I've gone for a very kind of easy going spin on a trail bike. Um, just kind of in terms of like, um, easy going as in, you know, just avoiding anything. Yeah too crazy really so literally just the other day went out on the road and on some paths and that was about it um yeah. so yeah not really done anything in terms of riding proper tracks yet um yeah. so yeah friday i'm planning to get out on the downhill bike and then see how i'm feeling um plan is to go to lenza hide um yeah. but i'm i'm going there giving myself the option that if I'm not feeling it in practice, I can just can kind just of back it. off the qualifying. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the approach I'm taking that, to that. Obviously, I'd love to race if I'm feeling good, but mm -hmm. um, I don't want to to put myself out there to, to have to do it. Um, I want to give myself the option. Good, good stuff. Lenser hide then. Let's move yeah. on to looking forward to that one. It's kind of making the assumption that we're all good to go and you're feeling mm -hmm. good enough to race it. How uh, have you found Lenser hide before? Like how how's um, that one? 
I actually, I think, so last time I was there, that was my first year in junior. Um, I think the top part I was quite liking because it was, um, it almost seemed a bit like the Welsh tracks, like a bit um, kind of gravelly or slaty and dug out. Um, so, yeah, that that bit was pretty good. And then that was the first year they had, have you seen the really steep bit they've got there? They've just got like yes. a really short, steep shoot. Yeah. That was the first year they had that, and it was wet in practice. Yeah. So that <laughs> was I think, uh, yeah. that was so sketchy. Um, yeah. Um, but no, it's pretty good. But I crashed first corner in qualies, so I didn't qualify there the year I went. So that wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what to make of the track, to be honest. Some some parts are a bit weird to ride, but I think you've just got to get on with it, haven't you? Everyone's got to ride the same track, exactly. try and make a good job of it. Yeah. I was actually just watching the was a course preview I'd seen on Pink Bike. I was just mm-hmm. watching that before coming on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stefan Garlicky had done a course preview, I think. So I was just watching that. Yeah. I'm going to put um, this up on my I've got about course. half... Halfway through it, I'm assuming it's just kind of the same track as usual. Yeah, I don't know the previous one well enough to be honest. I think, um, I think where I've always some of the older track like Monson and Fort William, etc., etc., kind of sort of generally familiar with the overall ones, but Lenderhider doesn't hasn't quite clicked on my radar. Yeah, yet. I kind of don't instantly think even like Maribor. I think, oh yeah, that's got this, that, and the other, and. Mm-hmm. Lenzerhider doesn't have any for me. I don't know if I think it is just me. It doesn't really have any kind of distinct character for me. Like it doesn't kind of stand out as a track on the calendar. Obviously, like Lear Gang has very much cemented itself with certain sections and stuff. Yeah, I think especially the last last couple of years it has, hasn't it? It Was that Newwood section? Yeah. Um, How was that the last time you rode? You rode it last year, didn't you? Uh, Uh, Lear Gang. Lear Gang. No, year before was it? Um, I did race it last year and the year before, yeah. Because yeah. you, you yeah, a lot harder than it looks on the live feed. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, really hard going. Um, yeah, because that was fresh last year, wasn't it? That steep wood section. Uh, the year, was it it was, the year before. It was the year World before, Champ year it? it was fresh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think both years it was pretty tough, and I think this year as well, pretty mm. tough in the woods as well. Not, I don't think just weather related as well. I mean, it certainly didn't help by any stretch, but no, the hard um, whatever. I think if it was if it was bone dry for like a week in advance, maybe it'd be all right. But mm-hmm. yeah, again, it was a it was a mudder. It looked like the guys were going a bit faster this year. I have to mm-hmm. say, so I don't know whether it's kind of dug to the to some slightly harder stuff or not. But it mm-hmm. it did look like maybe the top guys this year were going a bit faster. I can't. I can't be sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, they were hooking through the woods this time. Some of them, and yeah, it is I was surprised where people appeared to be finding grip because yeah, it looked insane to me that one. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing is, so that wood section, it kind of looks like um, it's just the mud that you're fighting, like the mud and the roots. Mm-hmm. What you probably wouldn't realise is how deep all the holes are. Yeah. Um, so I remember, you think of Lear Gang, a lot of it has been quite smooth and bike parky, maybe. Yeah. Um, I remember World Champs year, like my arms were just ruined mm-hmm. uh, at the end. 
because the holes just dig out so much there. Um, yeah. Especially like once you get to the woods as well, you're maybe a bit tight and worn out and then yeah. maybe breaking in the wrong places and in the holes and stuff. And it's, it's super tiring. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can see from yeah. just the hits people are taking on, on the live feed that it was pretty savage. And uh, even yeah. though they were carrying speed and not getting caught up in the holes, there's still ones that are really catching them out. That's and it. When it's, and they are the, the best in the world as well. Exactly. And when it's when that course is changing that much, because obviously it, it, the rain had kind of stopped, so it wasn't like like loose mud. It was a lot. It appeared to be a lot stickier. Uh, and then obviously that's over two hundred riders racing, or however many it is. That is a lot of changes run to run. Like from I imagine pre-race practice, the course by the time you get to your race run is going to be completely different. Everything's going to be shifting around a bit. Holes are either going to worsen, moved, deepened. Yeah, that's just, the thing. At a World Cup... It's when you, just insane how you cope with that. Yeah. yeah. When you get a bit of moisture at a World Cup, um, I think the tracks just get ripped up. Even yeah. like Fort William, um, mm. even there, like I think there was just so much rain, it became saturated, and that's when the yeah. holes come out. Um, mm. And Leogang's going to be a lot worse for that, I would have thought, just because of the type of dirt they've they've got there um certain bits i'd imagine it'll get wet get ripped up and then when it's hard pack again it's it's bound to be so rough um (laughs) yeah yeah i I was listening to um some post-race podcasts actually Mm -hmm. on lear gang yeah and yeah they were saying how like cupped out bits were and and stuff like that so i would have thought it's yeah would have thought it was pretty hard hard work there it looked it. it. Just nothing about racing that track looked looked nice. I mean, even obviously the top bit's a lot. Well, not the very top bit, but it's got sort of some bike park sections in it. But yeah, even racing that style of track at World Cup pace is to me absolutely terrifying. Because yeah, I'm sure those guys had ripped yeah. that track up pretty good as well by that mm. point. Yeah, the top bit looked disgusting. Some of those horrible off camber rutty bits down to mm-hmm. fire crossings and all the rest of it and then sort of a bit of respite just bombing through bike park jumps and then hurtling into the most disgusting woods ever seen <laughs> for, some, for some time yeah. um not as many people seem to be struggling with that big jump at the sort of the bottom as you came out of the woods there's the big jump yeah i don't know so over it. it didn't seem around... to be much of an issue this year yeah, around that sort of time, I was still trying to stay off my phone a fair bit, um, just because of my head. So I kind of missed uh, quite a lot of the media at that point. And then I've, mm. I kind of caught up, watched some of the the vital stuff and the like the winning run, Matt's winning run. Um, yeah, I think some of the top guys maybe. Um, but yeah... I, I think from what I know, there were still some big, big incidents on that jump. Um, mm-hmm. Whether I'm, I don't think I've seen all of them, but I did see a video earlier, actually, of someone um, coming up short and then getting, you know, the uh, the kind of arse between the, the seat and the tyre. <laughs> yeah. And that didn't look very fun. Um, no. <laughs> I think it was still catching people out. Um, so I think, the yeah. issue there is you're coming out of a wood section. Um, it's quite a tricky 
corner before there and if yeah, you come out i mean say yeah. unclipped or not carrying enough speed you you make it quite challenging for yourself i've yeah i've had the same issue before um yeah come Did down there a, yeah you had a big one on you when you were on pro yeah you? like yeah, yeah a big big 50 50 and then Oof. over the bars um yeah. but yeah that's that's the issue this and sometimes it gets a bit sticky leading up to it and yeah, yeah it's yeah, I remember, a, nice I remember seeing people from. with shovels and things out. I think probably the World Champs year, literally, kind of, literally the immediate run into the jump, getting a bit kind of tidied up. Uh, yeah, so that's another thing things. there. Because it's just right, to you, me, it's just right out the woods and then boom, you've got this massive gap. If it was a nice yeah. <laughs> little bit of setup for it, fine. But the fact usually, is it's straight out of it. Yeah, usually at World Cups, I think there's... Kind of the way it is, is usually there's no maintenance done to the tracks, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Just because it's kind of like once it's taped out, that's the track you've got to that's it. Got to go with it. I think Lear Gangs must be one of the few places where they do actually maintain that wood section, just because it yeah. gets so bad. I think they they dig some of the ruts out. Yeah. Do you think it's where it's a, a fresher section that it they kind of have to adjust it as it goes, just because of where and tear it gets? At Maybe I I don't know. I mean, the ruts get so deep there. Um, I, yeah, I I don't know whether there's rules on changing tracks and stuff once they're mm. you know once you've you've practiced on them, but I guess it it maybe makes sense there as long as as long as it's done like overnight and then everyone gets yeah. to ride it the next day and then not as long as they're not changing it. practice or anything. Yeah, as long as they're not. I think so, somewhere like that is probably okay. I'm I'm generally of the opinion once the tracks, you know, once you once practice has started on a track, you shouldn't really be changing it very much unless there's like a serious safety issue or, or yeah. something like that. But no, that makes sense. I don't know. That's that's something that I'll leave to them. They can do what they want. <laughs> exactly. That's, you've got other things to be worrying about in some ways. Yeah, on that's the race it. weekend. So. So um, how's the uh, how's the bike going? Obviously, up to the run up to um, assuming obviously that when you got the concussion, you're kind of assuming that you're going to be at Ling again. How's the kind of getting on with the bike? Have you made any more kind of setup changes or little um, bits to it? Uh, so it so we were just much... in uh, Champery. I changed brakes. Actually, we've been given some brakes, um, some haze brakes to try. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the main reason we were there was to, to test some other stuff, um, change the size of something at the back of the bike. Um, yeah, we were, I don't know what I'm meant to be saying and not saying we were going to stick a smaller, <laughs> yeah. a smaller rear wheel in and, um, yeah. and we had some parts to make that work properly with the bike. Yeah. Um, also a reach just headset i wanted to yeah. just play with the the reach mm-hmm. um the bike those parts didn't arrive unfortunately though so kind of just ended up just having a go on the brakes um mm-hmm. doing a bit of tweaking but not a lot um so yeah that was that was about all i was trying there just trying to get used to them mm-hmm. 
So which brakes are there? Is it is it Dominions or something? I can't remember. What Dominion A fours it would be. Yeah. Yeah. How how what's your initial impressions on those? Because I don't. I'll be honest. <laughs> I know the, not much about. That's them. that's that's the issue again. Probably <laughs> so, probably <laughs> forgotten mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think they were pretty good. They they've, they've mm. got a nice feel to them, but yeah, yeah, I, I can't really remember much of the remember. productive stuff that I did <laughs> that day. So yeah, I'm not much used used there. Okay, okay. So um, so if you can't, I say worst case scenario, you can't make lens a hider. Lens a hide. I don't, know. I don't even know how you pronounce the damn thing. That's pretty bad. I think um, it's Lenzerheider, but Lenzerheider. it doesn't really matter, does it? We're, really? Yeah. We're English. Everyone expects us to mispronounce everything. Yeah, so. the, the Swiss, Swiss people might might care, but nah, hopefully, not, hopefully not too much. Yeah. Um, I suppose if you have to take a back seat from Lenzerheider, is it, how do you kind of deal with that kind of mindset and approach the whole season? Because... I imagine obviously it's not ideal having to miss another round, but at the same time, it's your head we're talking about. So it's kind of yeah, that's you don't it. Want to be um, taking the so taking the risk this time round. There's actually a back to back races. So mm-hmm. Val Nord's the weekend after. Yep. So probably I'm guessing like if I'm kind of fit to go again, I could I can just try again in Val Nord. Yep. Um, if again, I'm not going to be able to race, then I've got a few more weeks and then it's Montsanan and Snowshoe. Um, I'd hope by then I'll be all right. Um, yep. But we'll, we'll just have to just have see to how things go, it. I think. Yeah, yeah that's it. So, what's going to Yeah, kind of skipping ahead a bit to Valnord. It looks like they've moved track location slightly and gone to a different track and it seems to be similar version or a different version of like some of the older ones i think sort of the versions maybe use kind of 09 2010 something along those lines yeah so you're you probably be more familiar with them than me actually um yeah, it so yeah i saw me a bit like that yeah i saw the initial stuff i can't remember it was a while back they something had got posted on Pinkbike about this new track they were going to use mm-hmm. and i have to say after watching the like the videos that were put up with it um and the pov video i did think like it's a bit kind of flat and bike parky turns for a world Mm. cup and then i saw just recently some more stuff's got put up um there was the there was a race there the other week i think and it looked really really good the new track um and that was, I guess I was kind of hoping like they'd done such a good job on that old track. Um, the one they'd been racing most previously at the World Cups. I was kind of hoping like surely these track builders are gonna be yeah, be good enough and they'll like surely they'll do a good job. Um yeah. and it looks like they have done. Um so yeah, I've seen the videos of this new one and it it looks really good. Especially like once it's had some bikes on it, I think it will get quite rough as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it it looks pretty cool to me. Good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, yeah, it seems to be that usual thing. I think like people jump into conclusions. Like, oh, it's the older track. It's not going to be as good because when yeah, it went to the steeper side, everyone was like, oh, this is 
the one, it's one of them. Got... I think I had a bit of a look through the pink bike comments after watching that as well. Like, <laughs> there's, bound to be, yep. there's bound to be some haters. Um, yeah, and I, I think there was. Um, but yeah, this one looks looks pretty good. The, the most the most recent stuff I've seen of it, it looks good. Yeah, good. Looking forward to seeing it, to be honest. I'd rather give it the benefit of the doubt. I haven't been completely up to speed on all of the latest uh, insults into what's going on on that track, but uh, I'm sure it'll be a good race anyway. I'm a little bit gutted because I was planning to go out to that race, but thanks to the cost of living crisis and not updating my passport in time, I'm not going out for <laughs> not oh, going yeah, out to watch yeah. all this year. So, uh, Shame. It is it's very nice there, I do have to say. Mm. Good place yeah, for a world cup. Yeah, so I've been out to see out to the Lord's one. I thought, well, let's go out actually out to the mountains this time. Uh, mm. But yeah, it's not happening this year, but never mind. I'll be back at some point, I'm sure. So Hopefully so, yeah. Yeah, and I'll be then I'll be running around with the microphone in the pits being even more annoying. <laughs> yeah. Than I was That's at Lords, it. which if was you can, pretty... if you can get the podcast to kick off. Yeah, I'll be yeah, exactly. Mm. Anyone wants to pay for my flights, <laughs> sponsors yeah. come this way, whatever. Um, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, it's getting late. I think we'll wrap it up now. It's good to um, see right. that you're on the way to getting back to racing. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Maybe have... maybe something, you know, an idea for the future, if you could get like a someone that knows a bit more what they're doing on the, on the head injuries. Mm. Um, I'm going to make some inquiries. It would be good to get yeah. some actual, yeah, concussion specialists. That's it. Because, I mean, a pair of us waffling on... Um, exactly. I'm no doctor. <laughs> we know. We know what we've and I'm been. I'm not a told, racer. But... It's not my job. You know. What I mean, like obviously. Uh, see, I can only affect... give give the like the I guess the racers' point of view. But I can't really mm. can't really offer much in terms of the uh, the whole. I don't know. Science behind it, I guess. Yeah, science behind it, and all of the the technical mm. technical stuff that's going on there. So yeah, don't want to try and say too much i don't i don't know what i'm on about <laughs> no well, everyone's gonna figure out that i am a complete idiot if they haven't already mm -hmm. but hey cool all right then luke well uh we'll, i reckon we'll arrange a catch-up probably probably if it's a, it's going to be a double header i reckon probably catch up straight after val nord i reckon if we can um, yeah we'll see how it see how it goes and then hopefully um, some more exciting stuff to yeah talk exactly about if you have a bit more uh, a bit more uh actual inside the uh between the tape that's it from you on that one. Awesome. All right then, Luke. Well, uh, good luck with the rest yeah. of it. And Thank you very much. The season. Thanks for having and me on again. Yeah, no problem at all, man. No problem. We shall see you next time. Sweet. Take it easy, Thank buddy. You. No worries, man. Bye-bye. Okay, people, that was it. First internet Zoom conference call, whatever you want to call it, Gromcast. Um, hopefully the video and audio are going to be up to scratch. Uh, apology if it's not quite as good as the audio has been on the previous two. Um, hopefully I'll get that better as time goes on um, if you want to keep uh, direct tabs on what Luke is up to you can follow him on Instagram at Luke underscore Williamson 14 um, and you can also check out the 555 Gravity Racing Team on Instagram as well uh, you'll find them fairly easily on there and also check out at Royal Mountain Bikes uh, see what's going on with that with that bike uh, drop any little nuggets in on that one it's quite an interesting story to follow that one well into it Okay, so we're going to have more guests coming up on the podcast soon. Um, I'm actually going away on holiday, so it might be a little bit of a break in proceedings, but uh, I'll be back soon with more faces, more chat, and all of the good stuff. Until then, see you later. <laughs>